program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kongers, there are now more than 1.2 million confirmed cases of coronavirus in the world. The situation is indeed extremely worrying, with experts warning that Hong Kong might soon face a third wave of infections. While we need to closely monitor the epidemic in Hong Kong and the world, we must not lose focus of the abuse of power by the police that was in the spotlight before the outbreak. With the epidemic worsening day by day and the government imposing stricter measures for public health reasons, I have reason to worry these measures which have given the police more powers will be abused. Soon after the government announced they were limiting public gatherings to four and that restaurants could only have tables placed at least 1.5 meters apart, restaurants that had voice support for the anti-extradition bill movement were repeatedly inspected in an unreasonable manner. The restaurant owned by the son of Jimmy Lai, Apple Daily's founders, was repeatedly inspected by more than 10 police officers in the space of a few days. The restaurant's entrance was blocked each time while police officers took their time to measure the distances between the tables and also demanded that each customer produce his or her ID card, which each time severely disrupted the restaurant's business. Obviously, the police have used the powers given to them in the name of safeguarding public health to specifically target restaurants whose owners in the past has condemned police brutality. Elsewhere, on the night of 31st March, a small crowd was gathering peacefully outside the Prince Edward's MTR station. A practice that occurs every month to call for a full revelation of what happened inside the station on that day last year. Fellow Democratic Party member Po Ming Chen was at the scene, standing alone, when he was singled out by the police for a search. Four other persons, who were strangers to Chen, were also searched. Then the police accused Chen of participating in a gathering of more than four people, which violated the public health control measures. This is absurd. The police were clearly abusing their new powers. Besides, arbitrary arrests did not stop during the virus outbreak. Chairman of the Yunlong District Council and fellow Democratic Party members, Zachary Wong was arrested on 21st March while he was fulfilling his district councillor's duty of monitoring police actions at the scene of protests in Yunlong. The police officers had completely disregarded his role and duty and arrested him on the pretext that he was obstructing the police in the execution of their lawful duties. In addition, Chairwoman of Central and Western District Council and fellow Democratic Party member Chen Lai King was arrested recently for sharing a Facebook post. She was only trying to find out the identity of the police officers who was responsible for shooting the Indonesian journalist in the eye because the police had repeatedly refused to disclose the officer's identity. The post seems to contain information about the police officer. 
Yet she was arrested for acting with a seditious intention, an offense rarely used since it was enacted during the colonial era. Even worse, cases with weak evidence to support the charges have managed to make their ways to court due to police insistence. A 24-year-old person refused to accept a package containing weapons that a plainclothes police officer tried to give to him, but the police still decided to charge him for possession of an offensive weapon with intent. The case was eventually dropped when the case came to the court because the prosecutors considered that the evidence was insufficient. This left the judge and the public to wonder why such a weak case would be brought to court in the first place. In the face of such arbitrary arrest and allegations of excessive violence, the police have repeatedly denied, trivialized, procrastinated, and lied during the past 10 months. They denied kicking a man in a yellow shirt in an alleyway, claiming that the video of that attack only show officers kicking a yellow object. They trivialized evidence of police officers repeatedly hitting unarmed protesters in the head and other parts of the body, which resulted in bone fractures, claiming that officers were merely using the minimal level of force. They also repeatedly used the complaints against police officers Capo, to procrastinate the handling of reported misconduct cases of police officers when the public is fully aware that Capo is biased as it is a unit within the police force. The police have also lied about the Yunnan attack on 21st July last year. They lie about not having enough manpower in an attempt to try to cover up the fact that they deliberately condoned trials to viciously attack members of the public with weapons inside Yunnan Station. Obviously, the checks and balance on police force are failing miserably. First, Capo is supposed to be monitored by the Independence Police Complaints Council, IPCC, but the membership of the IPCC enjoys a pro-establishment majority. Second, the District Council and the Legislative Council are now half-paralyzed because meetings cannot be held during the epidemic and the police completely disregard the monitoring roles of the members of both councils. Last but not least, Kerry Lam is still fully supportive of the police force. The existing complaint mechanism and she has even asked the public for understanding and tolerance over police malpractice. Nevertheless, the general public can clearly see and feel the force decline, which explains why, according to the Hong Kong Public Opinion Research Institute, people's satisfaction with performance of police job to a new low last year. It is for the reason that I urge you all not to divert your attention from police brutality and police abuse of power. We need to speak up in the face of injustice and turn things around. 
Establishing an independent commission of inquiry is the only way to identify the wrongdoings of individuals and hold them accountable for their misconduct. More importantly, it is the only way to also identify the structural force in our current system so that we can prevent similar cases from happening in the future. Police performance during these 10 months has been a serious cause for concern. It is also one of the main reasons behind the current conflicts and unrest in society. We must not turn a blind eye towards their corrupt practice and brutality. In the words of former UK Supreme Court Justice Law Sumson, policemen are citizens in uniform. They are not members of the disciplined hierarchy operating just at the government's command. According to British historian Lord Acton, all powers tend to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. This is why this is an urgent and desperate list of functional external checks and balances on Hong Kong police. Lastly, I strongly demand all police officers to remember the oath that they did swear to execute the powers and duties of their office, honestly, faithfully, and diligently, without fear or favor to any person and with malice or ill will toward none. Further, they should always remember that they are first and foremost serving the public. Last, I sincerely hope the epidemic, police brutality, and social injustice can all end soon so that our society will be able to achieve justice, fairness, and become truly harmonious in the near future. I believe this is the dream of all Hong Kong people. I hereby wish all of you good health and good luck to Hong Kong.